Chapter 14, verses 1 through 19. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that ye may prophesy. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. For no man understandeth him, howbeit in the Spirit he speaketh mysteries. But he that prophesies speaketh unto men, to edification and exhortation and comfort. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edified himself, but he that prophesied edified the church. I would that ye all spake with tongues, but rather that ye prophesied. For greater is he that prophesied than he that speaketh with tongues, except he interpret that the church may receive edifying. Now, brethren, if I come unto you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you except I shall speak to you either by revelation or by knowledge or by prophesying or by doctrine? And even things without life given sound, whether pipe or harp, except they give a distinction in the sounds, how shall it be known what is piped? Or hopped. For if the trumpet give an uncertain sound, who shall prepare himself to the battle? So likewise, ye, except ye other by the tongue, words easy to be understood, how shall it be known what is spoken? For ye shall speak into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world, and none of them is without signification. Therefore, if I Know not the meaning of the voice, I shall be unto you that speaketh a barbarian, and he that speaketh shall be a barbarian unto me. Even so ye, for as much as ye are zealous of spiritual gifts, seek that ye may excel to the edifying of the church. Wherefore let him that speaketh in an unknown tongue pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the Spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. Else when thou shalt bless with the Spirit, how shall he that occupieth the room of the unlearned say amen at thy giving of thanks, seeing he understandeth not what thou sayest? For thou verily givest thanks well, but the other is not edified. I thank my God I speak with tongues more than ye all. Yet in the church I had rather speak five words with my understanding that by my voice I might teach others also than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. Paul stresses over and over again the, the important thing, and that is the edification of the church. Apparently they spoke in tongues a whole lot during their services without any interpretations. Paul corrects this here. He is set in order in the church at Corinth. He lets them know that in private, he spoke in tongues more than all of them. But when he comes to a church service, he would rather speak five words with an understanding than 10,000 words in an unknown tongue. The mission of every believer should be to edify the body of Jesus Christ. All right, let's look at the verses 20 through 25. Brethren, be not children in understanding, howbeit in, ma in malice be ye children, but in understanding be men. In the law it is written, with men of other tongues and other lips will I speak unto this people, and yet for all that will they not hear me, said the Lord. Wherefore tongues are for a sign, not to them that believe, but to them that believe not. But prophesying serve it not for them that believe not, but for them which believe. If therefore the whole church be come together into one place, and all speak with tongues, and there come in those that are unlearned or unbelievers, will they not say that you are mad? 
But if all prophesy and there come in one that believeth not or one unlearned, he is convinced of all, he is judged of all. And thus are the secrets of his heart made manifest. And so falling down on his face, he will worship God and report that God is in you of a truth. Now, when a body of believers comes together, we come together for two purposes. Number one, to edify the body of Jesus Christ. And number two, to transform lives. But in order for this to happen, the church must have order. Let me say it again. The church must have order. All right, verses 26 through 33. How is it then, brethren, when ye come together, every one of you hath a psalm, hath a doctrine, hath a tongue, hath a revelation, hath an interpretation? Let all things be done unto edifying. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by two, or at the most by three, and that by course, and let one interpret. But if there be no interpreter, let him keep silence in the church and let him speak to himself and to God. Let the prophets speak two or three and let the other judge. If anything be revealed to another that sit it by, let the first hold his peace. For ye may all prophesy one by one, that all may learn and all may be comforted. And the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints." Paul says here that every believer should exercise their gift in the services, but with and in order. There must be order in the services, for God is not the author of confusion. All right, let's look at verses 34 through 38. Let your women keep silence in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also said the law. And if they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is a shame for women to speak in the church. What? Came the word of God out from you, or came it unto you only? If any man think himself to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things that I write unto you are the commandments of the Lord. But if any man be ignorant, let him be ignorant. Now, the key word to understand in this passage is the word what? What? First Corinthians 7 and 1 clearly shows that there were a number of things that were written to Paul, and this was one of them. The men of the Corinthian church were, pro were prohibiting the women from speaking in the church. Paul sternly corrects this. Paul states the issue that was written to him in a previous letter in verses 34 and 35. Then he gives his response in verses 36 through 38. He asked the men, did the word of God come to you only? Did it come out from you? Absolutely not. By the same token, women have the right to speak, teach and preach the word of God in the services just like you. In Christ, all are equal. If any man wants to think otherwise, let him be ignorant. But what I am saying here are the commandments of the Lord. All right, let's look at verses 39 and 40. Wherefore, brethren, covet to prophesy, and forbid not to speak with tongues. Let all things be done decently and in order. Paul gives a conclusion to his previous theme. He encouraged every Corinthian believer to covet to prophesy and instructed leaders not to forbid speaking with tongues. But everything that is done in the services, let it all be done 
decently and in order. 